skated on that ice in the morning and it was the ice was terrible and we were like there's no way we're skating on that ice and they figured it out by the, <laughs> at night but uh it ended up being uh, being good but uh i just remember i was like oh, there's no chance we, pra- we were practicing on the ice and like we kept falling down and there was holes everywhere and uh but uh yeah no it, it was it was uh quite a game it was an intense game and, and the rivalry and between both teams and and we know they had, they also had a lot of fans in the building as well it was it was great to to win that game and come on top and um and especially scoring that game winning goal was uh was a big goal at the time for for me hi there welcome to the show i'm lucas favali this is crunch chronicles Episode 18 and the first of 2022. Hope you've had a great new year and hopefully you are enjoying Crunch Chronicles so far. And our most recent guest, the end of 2021, Brent Sopel. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with him a week ago. So much positivity out of that conversation with him. And it's wonderful to see what he has done away from the rink. Turning on to this week, though, episode 18 is a doozy of one. We've got a great show lined up. We've got a great guest lined up here today on Crunch Chronicles. I kind of alluded to it at the end of last week's episode. I wonder if anyone guessed who it is. I said he's probably the best success story of the Lightning affiliation. Be hard to argue that one. There's been some wonderful stories during this affiliation, but he might be the best one. He was a player who came in uh, at the end of a season and developed into a key component of a back-to-back Stanley Cup champion. Now he's out in Seattle, and we're talking, of course, about Yanni Gord, who joins us here today on Crunch Chronicles. Yanni played 215 games for the Crunch and had 157 points, 67 goals, 90 assists in his crunch career he currently ranks eighth all time in franchise history in scoring and boy was he such an integral part of that 2016-2017 team that went to the Calder Cup finals we're talking about a lot of playoff games for Yanni Gord since 2017 three finals appearances since then one with the crunch two with the lightning two Stanley Cups along the way Not bad for a guy who was on a PTO during the 2013-14 season with the Worcester Sharks before getting signed by Tampa Bay and joining the Crunch at the end of that 2013-2014 season. He has had such a wonderful journey in the organization. He's a guy who's been so much of a joy to follow, and I know everyone here in Syracuse loved watching him play here at Upstate Medical University Arena. He is episode 18 of Crunch Chronicles. Here he is. It's Yanni Gord. I'm doing very well. Um, not much going on right now. Lots of uh, watching TV, reading books, and um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm taking like walk sometimes with with my dog, uh, but uh, trying to stay away from people as much as possible. Yeah, I, I I think we all kind of thought maybe we would be out of the uh, out of the woods at this point this year, but obviously it's it's really hit the NHL here of late. Uh, what's the mental challenge for you, having gone through this, and and now the rest of the league is really going through some COVID issues as well? What's the challenge of that here as as the season continues to ramp up? Yeah, exactly. I think you you uh, you said it. It's like we we thought we uh, everything was kind of behind us with uh, with vaccination and everything, but. Uh, um, sure enough, it sticks around. So, 
um, it just it just we just have to readjust just like we uh, we have in the past last few years we were adjusting to um, to um, new protocol and and uh, and all of that stuff but uh, at the end of the day that's uh, that, that's what we do and uh, we uh, that's what we need to do to to uh, to keep playing hockey and and I'm all for that so um, the hockey like as long as I play, I'm like we can find the medium and the, and find uh, find a different uh, protocol to make sure that um, everybody's keeping staying safe and and uh, and that we can uh, play the sport that we love. Well, it's certainly good to hear that you're, you know, doing relatively well, relatively healthy through all of this as well. And you're out there in Seattle now where uh, you were a big part of the expansion draft for the Seattle Kraken first year, obviously, for them and first year in the organization for you. What what's it been like to uh, to, you know, start your career there now in Seattle at the start of this year as part of an expansion team? How has Seattle gone for you? Oh, it's been well. Uh, it's 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 awesome city. Um, it's a, it's a, quite an adjustment, especially coming back from uh, uh, like almost uh, nine years with uh, the same organization. Uh, so uh, uh, definitely an adjustment there at first, but uh, uh, everybody's been treating me and my family very well, and and uh, this is an amazing organization. Uh, the fans are are unreal. Actually, the the, the atmosphere in the in the arena is is. is uh, pretty special, so it's uh, it's been a lot of fun playing uh, playing here. What was the expansion draft process like for you, from your perspective? I mean, I know you know going back a couple months ago now, but uh, you know your name was certainly involved quite a bit in in the rumors, and you eventually do get selected near at the draft. Uh, what was the process like, and you know what was the reaction as you you get an opportunity to to start? Not that you needed to start fresh with how you'd been, uh, you know, your success with the Lightning, of course, but a, a brand new team and a chance to you know make an impact there and, and and help create that identity in Seattle um yeah first uh, it was just uh being not protected uh, uh that was the first call I got with Julian um that I was going to be left unprotected and then um, a couple of days later um they called me and they said they were going to pick me so um so uh from that moment on then it's uh it's it's a little bit of a scramble because uh we were still in Tampa we uh, uh, so we needed to sell this house and, 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 uh, move out of there and then, uh, call the, 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 the moving company, have everything packed and, and ready to go for until we, we figure where we're going to stay in, uh, in Seattle. And then like, it just, it, there's a lot of, of things going on, uh, during that summer. And then we, we also had that cup party, uh, which was, uh, really nice to, uh, to be able to bring the cup, uh, back to my hometown um uh and and share it with the people in the community so that was uh, that was unreal but uh, there's just a lot uh, that happened over the, the summer uh but it was a lot of fun and uh, and it was great to uh um uh, like for this opportunity where where i'm taking on a little, a little bit of a bigger role um uh yeah there's just a, a little bit of uh, a change in my role in this year compared to last year where um where i think i i need to show a little bit more of my leadership in, in this organization uh trying to build a, a 
um, uh, an identity, trying to build a culture here. So there's a lot more uh, to uh, everything, and so it's it's been fun, and uh, it's been um, yeah, it's 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 a quite a different uh, environment, but it's 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 a lot of fun, and everybody's buying, and and everyone, um, all all the guys have been super nice. So it's been. Uh, like I said, it's been a lot of fun. It has to be a great challenge for you two to, to have that uh, that opportunity, like we said, to help forge that identity for the crack. And we'll uh, we'll park the Seattle conversation for now. We'll potentially circle back uh, in, later on if we've got time for that. But let's uh, let's shift our, our focus now to your, your time in Syracuse with the Crunch. Uh, spent four seasons, or at least parts of four seasons, in Syracuse here, and that was where you first got your, your introduction to the Lightning organization, of course. Uh, just before we dive into some of the, uh, the more specifics you know it was like we said four years your general thoughts on your time with the crunch oh, it was it was a lot of fun uh i enjoyed it a lot uh every year we had a tremendous group of guys and, and uh it was it was so much fun and and um remember the last year we went to the calder cup uh, final against Grand rapid and i mean um we we had a great fun with uh a lot of guys and like a lot of good guys and it, it was it was fun and it was my first like deep run uh, as a pro and and uh, I enjoyed every part of it and our fans uh, were great and, and like they they they're always great but in the playoff uh, it hemmed it up a little bit and um, and and I remember it was it was unreal and it was fun playing in front of them and um, yeah being a part of that run it was fun. Yeah, just coming up a couple games short in the finals in 2017 for the Crunch. Uh, you start your your time in the organization though way back in 2013, 2014. You you got signed by the Lightning. It was an AHL contract at the end of that season, and then an entry level deal for the following year. And that was like we said, your first taste of the organization, your first taste, of course, of Syracuse. What was you know what was the initial reaction when you you joined the Crunch? What was it midway, maybe two thirds of the way through that season, and and you kind of jump into a new organization there with an opportunity opportunity to make an early impression yeah it was a great opportunity for me uh, uh, I just came back from uh, a, a 25 game uh, a PTO with uh, Worcester and then uh, and then uh, Tempo wanted me to well they, they offered me a contract which uh, uh, for the first time in my career I finally felt like um, I was a prospect uh, and that was the biggest thing for me um, uh, and one of the reasons I didn't sign with uh, San Jose was uh, I didn't feel like um, uh, they, they, like they see they saw me as a prospect. And uh, sure enough, as soon as I talked to start talking with uh, uh, the Lightning, they they saw me as a prospect as someone that that um, that fit in in their organization, and and uh, that uh, that was. Uh, that helped me uh, through that decision because uh, it made the easy the decision super easy from that point on. Uh, but yeah, Syracuse was uh, always felt like home as soon as they, uh, we uh, we went there. Um, uh, first of all, the guys were were great. Uh, I've mentioned that uh, already, but um, the city was is awesome and and I loved it and and uh, yeah, we uh, and the fans. I mean. It, it, I sure it is. I'm sure it, it still is, but it's always been a, a tough building to play in. Uh, you always feel like the fans are right on top of you. Well, um, for for a home team, that's all you ask for, and and the fans always been there for us, and and they were great, and um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
You jump in with eight points in 18 games and you first uh, join the crunch in the end of that 2013-2014 season. Uh, and then you really start full-time with the organization the following year, your 2014-15 season. You're with the crunch all season, 76 games. You had 57 points, really bursting out of the scene, I guess, at that point with the crunch. Uh, it was a really good team that year. Uh, you end up uh, losing in the first round of the playoffs. So what do you remember from you know your first full season in Syracuse, your first full year in the organization? You go through training camps and things like that. What was... What was that like that first real full year? Yeah, uh, it was fun. Um, it, uh, like I said, uh, we, uh, I, I kind of, I started on the fourth line with, uh, I remember with Tanner Shar and um, Dalton Smith. And, uh, and um, sure enough, at some point, a couple of weeks after the start of the season, we, we started turning in and uh, turning it and, and, uh, and uh, we kind of took step and, and, buying some more ice time and and we uh and uh me and tanner kind of took like a little bit over and then uh, um i think start turning for me and uh starting putting a little bit more goals in the net and and uh finding ways and uh, but i felt like as i was hungry i wanted more and and uh, that's really one thing that uh, compared to the year before where i was kind of i felt like maybe i was too satisfied i was uh i i sat a little bit on 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 um on the opportunity but that year wasn't going to be like that i i just wanted to make sure that i was uh, taking a real shot at that what was in front of me and um i was hungry i wanted more i wanted to score uh, i wanted to do every little details of my game to to get them right and um i i kept working hard and hard uh, in practice and game uh, to make sure that i was taking step in my uh, every like stay, taking step and to get my game better to the next level and and uh, that's really was uh, what was going on. But yeah, and and like I said, like we had a great group of guys. We had a lot of good players. Um, you can name him, uh, Conley. I think we had uh, Namastnikov. Uh, we Marcia So was up and down. Um, Angelidis was always been our captain. He's, he he was uh, phenomenal. And um, yeah, and I think. At some point, um, my line was me, Philip Perdi, and and uh, Tanner Richard, and and uh, we kind of had a great combination where uh, a lot of skill. Uh, I was a little bit like from Tanner Richard, such a, he was such a great passer, but also like stick handling, making plays. Um, I was uh, a little bit faster and like uh, relentless, and then there was Philip Perdi, which. Uh, which we all remember, he was um, uh, hitting everything that moved and uh, playing physical and playing hard, and he was tough to play against and and everything. So it, it kind of our line kind of worked that way, and uh, and um, things kind of took off. Yeah, and you can kind of see the uh, the beginnings of what uh, you know how you filled your role in Tampa Bay as the years would progress. But in that season, uh, pretty early on, there was the you know one of the marquee games, I guess, in AHL history at this point. That game in the Carrier yeah. Dome, the uh, Toyota Frozen Dome Classic, uh, Crunch win two to one against the Utica Comets. You get the game winning goal in that game. What do you remember from uh, playing in the Dome? It was in front of thirty thousand seven hundred and fifteen fans. What was that whole experience like? It was uh, unbelievable. Uh, the uh, the fans were were super loud. Um, ice. We we skated on that ice in the morning, and it was 
the ice was terrible and we were like there's no way we're skating on that ice and they figured it out by the, <laughs> at night but uh it ended up being uh being good but uh i just remember i was like oh there's no chance we pra- we were practicing on the ice and like we kept falling down and there was holes everywhere and uh but uh yeah no it, it was it was uh quite a game and it was an intense game and, and the rivalry and between both teams and and we know they uh, they also had a lot of fans in the building as well um because of like so they, they're so close and um and yeah like i said over the years the rivalry between uh, um us and uh, utica was was big and uh, and that was a big game and we uh, we we um yeah it was it was great to to win that game and come on top and um and especially scoring that game winning goal was uh was a big goal at the time for for me. Yeah, the crunch win that game two to one. I know that's a game that uh, we've heard Andre Vasilevsky kind of go back to and say that was the turning point of his career. You know, that was his rookie season. We'll we'll talk about uh, right. Vasi here. What you know what what would, what do you remember from him when he first uh, came to, to North America as a rookie and kind of finding his way? And that was, as I said, kind of something he talks about as a turning point for him. Yeah, I I think you're right. I think um, uh, they uh, both goalies shared in that. Uh, uh, the first uh, month or two in the season, and then uh, and then they gave that game to uh, to Vazi, and and he uh, he turned that he won that game, and uh, it was a big game. Like I said, it was a big game, and he he played amazing, and uh, I think he went on to to go on a ten win uh, ten win streak uh, where there was nothing that would go past him. He was just a brick wall. Uh, back there for us and uh, yeah I, I I do remember that but uh, I, the first part of the, the the season he was sharing the net and um, it was more of a like uh, 50-50 who was going to be in uh, but from that point on I think he, he just took over and and that's the kind of guy he is he worked really he worked so much uh, at every detail of his game and uh, he wants to get better every day he, he like he works out he's stretchy He's the first at the rink and leaves the rink. And, uh, he's the last to leave the rink. He he just puts in the work, and uh, that's the kind of guy and and uh, player he is. And uh, good on him because uh, he's uh, he's making it work, and he's uh, the best goal in the world right now. Yeah, he's uh, it's obviously been a, a great run for him since uh, since that point forward. So that was the 2014-15 season for you, your first full year in the organization. You come back obviously the next year. Most of that year is in Syracuse in 2015-16, but you do get two games up in the NHL as well. You make your NHL debut that year. Uh, what sticks out to you from from you know your second full season, uh, both in Syracuse and then and then your NHL debut with the Lightning? Well, first of all, uh, my my NHL debut was I mean it was something that I never thought would ever happen. I always wanted to uh, see if I could get a game in the national at that time and uh, and I was so glad to uh, to be called up uh, um and get a chance but um I wasn't guaranteed to play and then uh, Joel Vermeen um w- was called up just at the same time as I was and he played against Columbus and the first shift of the game he, uh, he blocks a shot on his finger broke his finger and then we're playing a back-to-back um uh with the lightning and then like we're going to Toronto so the next night and we're playing there. So um, sure enough, after the game, um, we're landing. We land in Toronto, and uh, Coop comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, Yanni, you're you're, uh, you're probably in tomorrow, so uh, uh, get ready." And um, so uh, I called my uh, my wife and uh, family. 
I think that probably in the next morning and uh, like as early as I could, uh, to call, let them know that I was probably going to be in. And and uh, everybody made some arrangement to uh, to make sure they wanted the the uh, they were going to be there at the game. Um, Quebec Toronto is is a, a short flight, um, so the uh, everybody was able to. Uh, well, my mom, both my brothers, and uh, my wife took a flight from uh, Syracuse um on the on a very very small plane as you recall it was like must have been like six seaters uh <laughs> and then uh, yeah up to toronto and then uh the the everybody made it to the game uh my uh my wife's parents were there as well and yeah it was a big moment for me and my family obviously uh playing your first nhl game um it's something that you'll remember every uh like forever and uh and yeah, it was it was very special. And I, uh, as soon as I stepped on the ice for my first shift, I uh, I was so nervous. I took a penalty too. So on the Nazem Kadri, uh, no, I think it was actually on Bozak, uh, on Bozak. And uh, yeah, so uh, it was uh, it was a rough start, rough start for my NHL career. Get a penalty in the first ten stride uh, <laughs> I make you know, on, on on the NHL service. So it was, uh, it was, it was uh, no, but it was a lot of fun, and and I was fortunate enough to uh, to get a point on that game on um, on the breakout pass to uh, uh, Mike Blunden, who was also sharing also uh, his birthday that day. My it was my birthday, my twenty fourth birthday, uh, on my first game. And uh, and uh, Mike Blunden was also his birthday that day, and uh, he scored a goal, and, uh, and that was my first NHL point. Uh, very special night for me. Yeah, well, what a what a day that must have been, and I'm sure you know that first penalty. You're going, oh boy, and am I going to get back on the well, ice with that anymore? Exactly, <laughs> that was the first thing I was thinking. Yeah, well, it, you did, and obviously you, you've you've made it a good run of it since then. Uh, Yanni Gorder, guest here on Crunch Chronicles. All right, let's shift to your last year with the Crunch, 2016-17. You touched on it a little earlier, but boy, what a team that was. Uh, new head coach in Syracuse, Ben Grew. It was his first year uh, in the organization. Uh, it was kind of, I, I guess, the year that you really... I, I don't know, burst out of the scene. You've already had a couple of good years in Syracuse, but I think it was the year that you, um, I, I think, figured out that you would be a, an NHLer moving forward. You get 20 games in the NHL, 56 with a crunch, nearly a point per game during the regular season, then a great run in the playoffs. But uh, what do you remember from, you know, before we dive into the playoffs that year, just the, that regular season splitting time both in Tampa Bay and Syracuse? Um, yeah, it was... Um... I, I don't know. There's something about that year. Again, uh, I feel like every year I started in Syracuse, I started on the fourth line. Uh, and I'm not joking. Um, I started that year on the fourth line. Uh, was with uh, Mike Almo and uh, someone else. And um, yeah, um, I just, I, I refused to, to fold every time someone put me on the fourth line. I refused to fold and and uh and and sit around and watch the other guy play so i i i every i put everything i got in practice and and every time uh they put me on the ice i want to show them that i belong and that i can be a, a good player so again um uh, a couple maybe two three weeks into the season uh coach ben grew um uh, makes a change and he, he wants to put me uh, on center on the third line so um, um sure enough i said like I, I'm, I'm excited for the challenge and then 
uh, from that point on, I don't think I've ever saw the wing uh, with uh, with Ben Gru. Um, he started to uh, like me at center, the way I played, the way I worked. Um, I was uh, uh, supporting everyone with my speed, so it kind of helped help my game to 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 stay in motion all the time. And uh, it really took a, a turning point in my career because uh, putting me at center kind of um, helped me uh, use my speed more, being motion, um, supporting, being control. So there's a lot of things that I, I learned that year to uh, that helped my game um, get to the next level. And um, I think uh, the, that move from Ben uh, really uh, was big for me and um, and uh, and for my career. And I think. Um, yeah, it must have been like one, like a, definitely one of the turning points in my career. And uh, from that point on, I just uh, uh, it went it went super well that year, um, obviously. Um, and then uh, we uh, I got a, a call up after Christmas, I think, um, to uh, to go Syracuse to Tampa. Uh, funny funny thing though, uh, uh, before they they called me up. Uh, uh, we had such a, a great like we've mentioned it. We we went to this um, the Calder Cup final that year. So our our group of guy was phenomenal. Our group of forward was great. We had so much talent. And um, I I think they, before they called me up, um, there was uh, I think there was nine or ten guys that at forward that called uh, that were called up before me. Uh, which is pretty impressive. Um, so they basically they, like they give a shot to everyone that year. Um, there was a lot of injury in Tampa, I think, and um, and uh, it just showed how much depth we had on the team that year. Uh, it was pretty amazing, and uh, and uh, they give me a shot uh, later and uh, after uh, after Christmas, and um, uh, I got my first I got my first game that year, and I don't think. Um, I, they got me out of the lineup after that. So it was, um, yeah, it was very nice, uh, to have that opportunity. And, and that, that time around, I, I, I just didn't want to be, a, um, I, I, I wanted to stick around. I wanted to show my best foot forward and, um, I, I wasn't just going to be there and, and be, be satisfied with, uh, uh, with playing in the NHL, I wanted to make it different in in, in games, and that's that's what kind of uh, was a different maker for me. Uh, uh, I stepped on the ice, and I wanted to make a difference, and they saw that, uh, and, uh, and and I think that's why they they kept me around. And then I, I more more game I played, the more confident I felt. And um, I was controlling the puck, making plays. Um, they put me on the PK, uh, and yeah, so it, it kind of uh, unraveled from from that point on as my NHL career like started. Yeah, and, and the Lightning don't make the playoffs that year, so you end up coming back down to the Crunch for the playoffs. And and my goodness, what a playoff you had! You, Corey Conacher, really uh, leading the way for the Crunch that year, as you mentioned earlier, all the way to the finals. What what do you remember from that run during the uh, during the 2017 playoffs? I uh, know the the first round series against St. John's was very entertaining, and it could have gone either way. Really, at the start, you have those two games in St. John's. You lose game one, game two goes to overtime. Then you got the seven game series against Toronto. Uh, just you know. What what do you remember from that playoff run that year? Well, first of all, yeah, the the first round was uh, was super hard for us because uh, um, we uh, 
at the time, the the Tampa Bay Lightning, um, the season in the national handed, uh, we I think we had uh, six or seven, maybe 10 guys up in the National Hockey League that were sent down at the same time uh, to the AHL. So it's quite an adjustment for uh, for the lineup in, in Syracuse. And, uh, and, um, so there was just a lot of like, not new faces, but like new old faces and everybody kind of had to readjust to the system, to who's playing with who and all of that. And so it took a while for our team to kind of, uh, uh, get back to where we were, uh, in, in the middle of the year. So, um, the first round was very tough on us and, uh, and uh, it took everything we needed, like everything we had to, to win that first round. Uh, and I think Gabriel Dumont and uh, Bourneval were uh, elite in, in that first round. And they, they pushed us to the next round. And that was uh, big for us. And, and after that, um, Toronto was, uh, I think it was a game, game seven uh, we won. And, um, and every, every game was won at home. So we had the ice advantage. So we took all four games uh, were at home, and all uh, three games they won were uh, were in Toronto, uh, which which proved another one more time how much our fans had a, an impact in our games. Uh, so it, it was it was a lot of fun. And I took I think it took me uh, three round to to finally score a goal. Um, uh in uh not in an empty cage uh, <laughs> i scored uh, I, I somehow uh, i couldn't score and and uh every goal i scored was uh, in an empty net uh and then uh, i remember guys were we were uh, joking around uh, about that but uh yeah again like we had a great group of guys and like i mentioned uh, our depth was phenomenal that year and um and uh, yeah, it was it, it was a lot of fun, and and uh, the third round against Providence was, uh, I think, was a statement round. I think Providence, we knew Providence had a great team, but uh, we just outplayed them. Uh, we were faster. We just were relentless, and um, and uh, it kind of followed up in in the final round. But um, I uh, I still think to this day we were the better team, but uh, we just couldn't quite finish. Uh, finished them they, uh, they had a lot of character guys and um and they were tough and and uh yeah they they they, they definitely did have a good team yeah such a great playoff run and, and you ended up with nine goals so uh it, you know the numbers look great uh, during the playoffs whether there were a couple <laughs> empty netters in there or not it still looks good at the end of the day for you uh and and that was really the start of a lot of long playoff runs for you you had uh, that year 2018 the lightning go on a long run and then obviously the last two years back-to-back stanley cup championships before you uh, we before we let you run here uh we've got to talk about that real quick you know the the back-to-back championships of, of in Tampa Bay with the Lightning uh, 2020 in the bubble obviously a, a tough one you know away from the rink uh, with all that scenario and all that those situations but then uh, to make it back to back what what are the last two years like been uh, for you winning back to back Stanley Cups it's been insane it's been so much fun uh, it's been crazy uh, thinking at how like how much stuff had happened over the last two years um just with COVID uh, season stop and then COVID hits and uh, then we're we're at home for uh, multiple months before knowing what's going on with uh, with with our our jobs basically not knowing what we're gonna do and 
and then we uh, we come back, play in a bubble, uh, away from our family for 65 days, um, uh, and then we make it happen for for a team that uh, people didn't believe in. Uh, people didn't think that we uh, we were a playoff team. Uh, we really turned it, and we played the best hockey I think uh, I've seen. And uh, we were just um, we were just our focus was uh, was defense first and, and making plays later and and uh, and we were so tough to play against and it was it was such a nice playoff run and and so grateful to be part of it and uh, it, it really helped me uh, as well um, considering where I was at in my career uh, I took on a, a bigger role a little bit in the playoff that year and uh, really turned it and kind of gave me a little bit more exposure um and uh and and i f- i felt like i was uh i i had a role i had an identity and i was uh, i was doing right things and and i i noticed that people around me noticed to noticed it too and um the, it, it just felt like i was in the right spot and uh i felt comfortable with uh every time um they put me in every situation so i felt comfortable everywhere on the ice and and that was a big uh a big change in my career at that point. Um, so we ended up obviously winning that one, uh, coming back home and and uh, seeing our family for uh, it was it was great. I mean, um, especially not seeing them for for that long uh, of a time and uh, and kind of being stuck in in a bubble <laughs> felt good to to be uh, free and and uh, celebrate that first uh, Stanley Cup and it was uh, it, it was very special. It was fun and. And um, we loved it every second of it. And then after that, uh, again, we don't really know what's going on uh, throughout the summer. And then um, we uh, we hear a short season, so we start a season uh, January, and then uh, short season and playoff run. And again, uh, our team was so deep, so good, uh, probably the best team um, ever assembled uh in my in the cap era in my opinion um it was uh it was great and uh and uh yeah i mean cooch all all these guys top to bottom everyone uh of these guys played so well and uh we needed every single one of us and uh and uh it, it was great in playoff and that's how you win playoff hockey um you just look at the 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 final round against montreal um our our best guys i in my opinion or not our best guys but guys that made a difference in in that fourth round was our fourth line and and that's just goes out to show like to show like um how much everyone is relevant and how much um you need everyone to win a Stanley Cup and and like i said our fourth line was absolutely uh, great for us that uh, they scored big goals they played big boy hockey and and it made a huge difference for us and and uh, we go on and win that 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 Stanley Cup again, uh, which is is something. Yeah, by winning back to back is is very special. And uh, and uh, yeah, I get to celebrate with the with the city of Tampa. And uh, and uh, yeah, it was it was unreal and and quite an experience. And uh, cherish those moments for uh, for my uh, 
forever. It was it was unreal. Yeah, certainly fun to watch uh, from uh, here in Syracuse as well over the last couple of years. Uh, just two more quick ones for you, Yanni, and we certainly appreciate the time here today. Um, when you look back at your time in Syracuse, is there someone who uh, you know maybe had the most impact on on your career when you, you that you spent in Syracuse, whether it's a coach, a teammate, uh, maybe someone else who who had the biggest impact on on your time here in in Syracuse? I. Uh, there, I, I can't just go with one person here. Uh, uh, I think there's a lot of people, uh, but uh, for uh, one one person that that sticks out, one le- leader that sticks out was Mike Angelides. Uh, Angie was a great uh, mentor for for a lot of the young guys, and um, and uh, I think watching him, uh, what he do, what he he was doing every single day, uh, how he led that team. Oh, um, uh, yeah, um, he was a tremendous leader and, and I think I, I, uh, uh, he, uh, he really helped me, uh, uh, just having a mentor and, and seeing what it's like and seeing what you need to do to, to be successful on a daily basis as, at this level. And, and so I, I would definitely go with Angie and the other guy, uh, the other person, I think I, I like I mentioned, Benny G, uh, who put me at center, uh, definitely uh, uh, helped my career take a turn a little bit and, and take it to the next level. And, and um, I think it was a big uh, moment in my career where where um, where it kind of fit perfectly and and like the way I turned it after that and and kind of get my chance and and start playing at the at the next level. Uh, Mike Angelitas, one of the most impactful players for sure uh, during the Lightning affiliation and probably uh, in crunch history with everything he's done on and off the ice. Uh, one last one for you, you know, just uh, as you look back at your time in, in Syracuse when you, you first arrived in 2013, 2014 to, to where you were, uh, where you are now and, and back-to-back Stanley Cups with the Lightning, could you have possibly imagined uh, the run you've kind of gone on uh, over the last eight, nine years uh, since joining the, the, the Crunch and, and the Lightning organization? That question's too easy. You know the answer to that one. <laughs> uh, they, there's no chance I would ever imagine I'm. Uh, I would be where I'm at um, at that time. Uh, like I said, um, just playing my first NHL game was was something that was uh, through uh, very special to me. Something I I I didn't think I I had like I was ever gonna get a, be able to do. And um, and uh, yeah. And then you, I played my first game, and then sure enough, uh, four or five years later, I, I'm a back-to-back champion of uh, Stanley Cup. So it's uh, pretty amazing the journey that happened ever since I played that first game. So uh, yeah, there's no chance I would have ever imagined that uh, it would have been possible. But um, my mentality was uh, one day at a time, try to get better every single day, and and uh, see where it leads us. And and uh, sure enough, um, uh, it's pretty amazing the journey that happened ever since. Well, Yanni Gord, one of the great success stories of this affiliation with Syracuse and Tampa Bay over the years. We very much appreciate the time here, Yanni. Uh, we, we hope you get healthy quickly and are back on the ice real soon. Uh, hopefully you and your family are doing well, though. And thanks so much for doing this. And, and we wish you luck here with Seattle the rest of this year and moving forward. Thank you so much. Really appreciate uh, uh, you guys taking the time. Thank you. 
And there it is, episode 18 of Crunch Chronicles in the book, says Yanni Gord. Was very uh, generous with his time. I think he was very happy to spend some time talking with us, though. And I, I wish that was the case with everyone, both active players and past players. But you never know. Sometimes uh, they don't want to talk to me. <laughs> I don't blame them. But I think he was uh, very happy to chat because he was in the middle of quarantine. A way to kill some time for Yanni Gord. But uh, it was great to catch up with him. And wonderful to hear he's still doing well there in Seattle and, and helping forge that identity now with the Seattle Kraken. I love the story, though. And, and you know, if if you're a player listening to this, uh, a youngster, whatever it might be, the approach he took, I, it just it brought a smile on my face. The, the quote he had about every year in Syracuse, he felt like and did start on the fourth line for the crunch. And, and uh, by the end of it, his last year, 2016-17, he said he was not going to accept it anymore. He was going to prove that he was more than just a fourth liner. And he certainly did that. That year, he became such a lethal scorer for the crunch and became such, as we said earlier, an integral part of back-to-back Stanley Cup champions for the Tampa Bay Lightning. So, uh, Yanni Gord, our guest here, episode 18 of Crunch Chronicles. I'm sure all of you listening have wonderful stories of Yanni, and I'd love to hear them. You can share them with me uh, via Twitter, at Lucas Favalli, or you can email them to me, lfavalli at syracusecrunch.com. I'd love to share some of those stories on upcoming episodes here of Crunch Chronicles if you have them. But, boy, Yanni was a great guy, both on the ice and most importantly, away from the ice. And I'm sure he made some great connections with uh, with all the fans here in Syracuse. So our thanks again to Yanni Gord for giving us the time here this week. And we hope you enjoyed that conversation. Give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to the show. Share the show with a friend who you think might enjoy either this episode or all of our previous episodes with guys like Brent Sopel, Joe Motzko, Cedric Desjardins, Zenon Kanapka, Vance Lederman. There's been so many great episodes, and Yanni Gord is now the latest here at episode 18 of Crunch Chronicles. That does it for us, though, this week. We thank Yanni Gord once again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this conversation with him. For all of us with the Syracuse Crunch, I'm Lucas Favalli, saying so long for now. We'll chat again next week with another great episode of Crunch Chronicles.